0: Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach.
1: Welcome to Monday, October 17th edition of the DC Daily Drop podcast. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about Justice League wrapping filming, powerless, and then some comic book news. Our first item today is that Justice League has in fact finally completely wrapped filming, at least according to Jason Momoa's Instagram account. He uh, tweeted a lot, or not tweeted, shared a lot of pictures on his Instagram of a rap party it looks like they had at the last location. We talked last week about um, Zack Snyder releasing that video to to wrap the London filming, which is where they did the majority of their filming in studio, but they also shot on location in Iceland, and so it looks like they've officially wrapped principal photography.
0: Yeah, there, there's not a whole lot to add to this because we've they've kind of wrapped a couple times, um, but this is official, evidently. I guess as as official as Jason Momoa's um, Instagram can be, but it's just cool again to see that we're we're getting that much closer to an actual
1: real Justice League movie coming out. So yeah, and we're actually 13 months away as of today. Mm-hmm. It looks like Jason Momoa had a blast at the party. If you looked at the pictures. <laughs> yeah. there. He looks like he was having a good time. It's pretty funny. But, yeah, it's 13 months away, which gives him plenty of time for reshoots and lots of CGI work, I'm sure. And, yeah, before anybody freaks out, there's definitely going to be reshoots. Right. You know, you're doing a $200 million movie, you put in the budget that you're going to have reshoots just for whatever, just to make the movie better.
0: Yeah. Our next piece of news is uh, regarding the Powerless premiere date um it's still unknown this is according to bustle um alan tudyk who's going to play Dell heller on the show uh, said that it was always a mid-season replacement so you have to have something fail for us to live uh, sort of like something that feeds off its host and lays its eggs in there and once the eggs hatch it kills that tv show somebody has to die for us to succeed <laughs> <laughs> alan,
1: alan tudyk is a, a funny guy yeah he's um <laughs> He's actually had a lot of roles in the DC world before. He, I think he was Green Lantern once or twice in animated form. But yeah, so I don't know a lot about NBC's fall lineup to know what's doing well and what's failing. Um, but I'm excited for the show to premiere. And I'm guessing sometime in January or after that. That's all we know right now. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to this show, like a comedy
0: set in the DC universe. And so there's a lot of fun things you can do with that right hopefully they've laid some eggs that fail or that kill their
1: host and some show fails so i'll be rooting for a show to die god that sounds kind of horrible i hope i hope all shows succeed
0: (laughs) i would live in a world where every tv show is success successful every tv show is perfect yes so our next piece of news is how DC is still kind of dominating the comic book sales. Um, numbers for September are out and DC once again was number one in both dollars and number of units sold. Um, and they had eight of the ten, eight of the top 10 comics sold. Um, Batman, Batman number six was the number one comic overall. And
1: the top three comics were all Batman comics actually. <laughs> yeah. Batman sells, Oh, yeah, this is just more good news from in the DC Comics world. We've talked a little bit how well they've been doing, both critically and financially since Rebirth. So this is just good to see them still doing well. Mm-hmm. Number one in, they- in gross income and units sold, which you thought their units would be doing pretty well, considering they dropped all their prices to two ninety nine. But they're also still doing number one in total dollars. So that's a really good sign. Yeah, that's what I was
0: going to say is that they lowered the prices, but they're still, still making the most money too. Um, they also had six of the top 10 graphic novels also. So yeah, they're selling, selling pretty well across, um, graphic novels and comic books, like single issues. So just more good news. Um, and we get, we've gotten quite a few different announcements of new comic books coming out. And I think we're going to keep seeing that as long as, as they're the, this successful, they're going to be able to, you know, maybe take some risks on comic books, do some more niche content. So,
1: Yeah, I like how they started with Rebirth, a small number of, of series, and they're slowly sort of adding to it. And rather than just throwing a bunch against the wall and seeing what sticks, they're kind of being smart and strategic with what they want to introduce. Mm-hmm. Speaking of new comic books, um,
0: just got announced that there's going to be a Justice League Mighty Morphin Power Rangers crossover comic. So DC and Boom... Studios are gonna team up to do um, a six issue miniseries starting in January of next year have you have you
1: heard of boom Studios before I have heard of them I don't think I've like read anything they've done I, I hadn't even heard of them I didn't even <laughs> know uh, Power Rangers was a comic apparently they they got the rights to the comic in 2015 and they've been doing them since mm-hmm. um, this is yeah I guess what you said. Writer Tom Taylor and artist Stephen Byrne. Um, this is just... I, I don't know. It's a smart business thing, I guess. Uh, yeah. That is the Power Rangers movie, is that 2017? I think so, yeah. Okay, so both of them have movies coming out in 2017, Justice League and Power Rangers. So it's just smart for the comic world to try to capitalize on that. And these crossover events, rarely are they critically acclaimed. Yeah, <laughs> but I, but I guess if you you know, if you like both sides of it, then it's cool to get to see them cross over
0: mm-hmm. and they the artist and the writer were, were interviewed about it. And they it's basically what they said is why they're doing this. It's kind of just to to scratch that. What if itch, I think, is what they said. Like, right. What if Power Rangers and Justice League teamed up like there's no other place you could ever do that really other than a comic book. So it's just
1: cool to have that opportunity. Yeah, it's a weird and crazy idea just throwing let's throw these two popular teams together and see what happens. Uh some this is you know, this is not uncommon. DC does this quite a bit. Some of the recent ones were Batman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think that was pretty popular. Mm -hmm. Um and then Green Lantern Star Trek had a crossover recently too. So this is just continues that trend. Uh, The last thing today is that Wonder Woman is going to be named a U.N. ambassador of some kind. Uh, This is according to the Washington Post, which is not a normal source that we cite on this podcast. Um, But yeah, I guess they're launching a campaign to promote gender equality and women's empowerment. So they want the fictional character of Wonder Woman to sort of be the face of that. And she's going to be honored, I think, or whatever you would call it, on October 21st um diane nelson she's the president of BC entertainment she's going to accept on behalf of wonder woman uh because she's busy apparently <laughs> although i think i don't know if if gal gadot and linda carter are going to be there or not i haven't seen official. i think account. linda
0: carter's going to be there i, don't, I haven't Is heard she? about gal gadot yeah. though no
1: yeah i'll have to i'll have to check on that i, I heard something about that but i don't have anything official so i'll, I'll double check but yeah, so she's going to be officially the honorary ambassador for the empowerment of women and girls. So, good for her.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's cool that these fict- fictional characters are making a positive impact in the real world even though they don't actually exist. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, and you know, there's in terms of fictional characters, there aren't many better ones for gender equality than Wonder Woman. You yeah. know, she's she's been around for a long time and you know the most popular female superhero of all time so if they're going to choose somebody for this she makes sense
0: yeah and it's i mean at the core of it really it is still it's kind of a marketing it's a good marketing move for dc too because you know
1: with the wonder woman movie coming out in summer of next year and it's good for un too because wonder woman like you just said it's good for both of them for the same reason exactly yeah so Wonder yeah. Woman's in people's mind right now and she'll get people to listen to what she has to say. Yeah. So all hopefully,
0: right, but, the, um, oh, I was just going to say, hopefully, uh, Penguin and
1: Joker and Riddler and Catwoman don't show up and turn them all into dust. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you ne- yeah. You never know when they're going to show up with their, what's that, what's that device called? The
0: yeah, dehydrator. The, the dehydrator. Yes. Right. Very
1: fancy. Yeah. You don't want one of those, uh, Watch Batman 66 if you don't know what we're talking about there, but yeah. So that's it for today. Uh, We'll be back in tomorrow. If you want to leave us, subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. We'd greatly appreciate it. Thanks. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.